Hello, and welcome to the 24th edition of Random Pursuit on the Incomparable Networks Game Show, a game that discards the board and shuffles trivia cards from lots and lots and lots and lots of <gasps> trivia games. <laughs> Did we give one to Erica for her birthday recently? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, new one. I am your scorekeeper, Annette Weirstra, and now your host of this and every episode of Random Pursuit, Erica Ensign. Thank you. Thank you so much, Annette. Annette, also, thank you for stepping in for my usual scorekeeper, Stephen, who is off working a hockey game. What's that about? Uh, Also... Double thank you to Annette for being one of the lovely souls who provided me with my newest uh, edition, which is the Friends edition of Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> yeah, you you may listeners may have heard it on the previous uh, the previous episode of Random Pursuit, but it's new to these players. Uh, speaking of, we have a great group of players, and I am going to announce them in the order in which they will play. That order, as always, determined by Random.org. Random. Random. <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be great. All right. Our first player has not been back since October of 2020 when they got zero points. Here's hoping you fare better this time. Brian Hamilton. I knew I did really badly last time. I don't think I remembered it was that bad. So thanks for that. We'll I, believe, I believe you were not the only person to get zero points in that game. So you weren't alone. You weren't alone. All right. Our second player's last appearance was one of the genre editions only episodes of Random Pursuit in which she learned how terrible the genre edition questions truly are. (laughs) Welcome back, (laughs) Kathy Campbell. I have a feeling that I have also received zero point in some games. So, Brian, you and me, I'm very excited to have somebody that can also like protect the back of the pack. So you and me will fight for last place. How about that? High five. Woo! <laughs> All right. Our third player has won Random Pursuit a record three times, and many of those by a very wide margin. If it happens again, this may be his final appearance before he is forced <laughs> into graceful retirement. So don't try too hard, David J. Lohr. Uh I will, I will do my best because having already retired from low definition, <laughs> I, I yes. don't want to retire from another game. But our, just in case. Uh, yeah. Our final player doesn't have that problem, despite the fact that he won Jeopardy <laughs> twice. We are just glad he is, he is here to ruin the game for us. Welcome back, well, Glenn Fleshman. <laughs> thank you. Uh, if, you, if you recall correctly, the last time I played, I think 80% of my questions were from Harry Potter, and 70% of those <laughs> were bad questions. I don't yeah. blame you. Uh, it's like I'm under some kind of curse. What could that mm. be? Or well, a spell. Well, mm. this time, this time, hopefully things will go better. And I, I got to tell you, I have purposely just not been using the Harry Potter questions for a while because <laughs> somebody really sucks. Uh, anyway, mm. here is how this works. Random Pursuit is a lot like the classic Trivial Pursuit board game. But instead of using the board, each player has their own six-sided die or a dice rolling app like Dice by Peacalc. The players roll their die to determine which question on the card they will answer. For each question they answer correctly, they get one point. If they answer correctly, they can roll again for another question, but they can only answer up to three questions on each turn, except when it's the final round when there is no question limit. 
If they roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, they get to pick which edition the question comes from. The players have a list, but it is way too long to read on the podcast. If they happen to roll the same number all three times on the same turn, they can pick both the edition and the category. I am terrible at noticing when this happens, so please yell at me if I miss it. We'll play for an amount of time determined by me. I have the power here. Mm -hmm. And then we will do one last round with no question limit. And the player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights that last until I say so. Ooh, I like it. Oh, it might just be tonight. I don't know. Everybody be very nice to Annette. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. I'm always nice to Annette. You are. Brian, you get to go first. Please roll your six-sided die. All right. I'm pushing space bar in dice by Peacalc by James Peacalc. And that is a five. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is coming from the family edition. The family edition is one of the Trivial Pursuit editions that has a box for the kids and a box for the grownups. This is from the box for the kids. Yes. I like, like starting off that way. Category five is sports and leisure. Tell me, what company did Sega hope to compete against in 1990? Oh, gosh, that would be Nintendo. It would indeed be Nintendo. Yes. Brian has Yay! started us off mm-hmm. with Brian, a correct you answer. You get to roll again. I've already, <laughs> yep. already broken my previous record. I'm so proud of me. Yep. I got a five previously, so let's roll in dice by P-Calc. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, did it crash? There we go. That's a three. Hey, hey, none of that. None of that. <laughs> All right. And this is coming from the DVD Pop Culture Edition, in which category three is music. What all-girl punk band featured Joan Jett and Lita Ford? The Blackhearts? I'm afraid not. Joan Jett Joan did Jett the Blackhearts? She did lead the Blackhearts, but the band that she was in with Lita Ford was called The Runaways. Oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. that's great drat all right but really still good. again brian you have One already point. outdone yourself <laughs> so <laughs> i have recorded it yep joan jett noted performer in my favorite movie of all time repo the genetic opera oh very Ooh. nice oh i thought all you were right. gonna say light of day <laughs> <laughs> all right kathy it is your turn roll your die all right, dice being rolled. I got a two. All right, this is coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus 4. Category mm. two is arts and entertainment. What U.S. painter lived from 1860 to 1961? Wow. Holy smokes. <laughs> uh... The the thing I hate about random pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, laid on me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's my first round. We're here. That was um, that was early. Is wow. that <laughs> as soon as a question is finished being spoken, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will have an answer pop in my head that I am a hundred percent sure is not correct, <laughs> and yet. That's all I can think. Mm-hmm. Once you have that wrong answer in there, it's almost impossible to think around it. I know how that yeah. feels. Yeah. So instead of trying to, you know, extend this time so that I can think of another American p- artist, um, because I definitely know more than one, um, I'm just going to say Andy Warhol and know that it's wrong and we can move on. 
It, it that is in, in fact wrong. Yes. Can I try uh, for what? A, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, ghost what do you think? Is it? Ooh. Well, there's a couple of people. It could be. Uh, it's funny. I'm trying to think of anybody I know from the late 1800s who would have then practiced, but uh, it's not Grant Wood, is it? Nope. But you've got the first okay. three letters right. Oh my is God. it? Is it Grandma Moses? It is. It's Grandma Moses. Oh, yes. very good, David. Yep. Very Ooh, ghost point. Of course. Yep. Oh, All yeah. Right. I never well, would have gotten that. <laughs> David, Answer it is. In her, answers in her name. David, Grandma. it's time for you to get some non-ghost points, potentially. Oh, Go ahead and roll boy. your die. Okay. How many Six. ghost points do you get for getting three letters right? That's a, it's like a new category. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still a ghost point and answer point anyway. And so. what's, what's crazy is that's what popped into my head right at the beginning so, <laughs> so like the gra was like oh of course yep well so this funny. this question is coming from the tv edition the terrible 1991 tv edition that is only it, it only has shininess on one side of the card glenn has told me not to say laminated anymore so yeah it's it's varnished on one side of the card anyway the uh, the side that I'm reading off of is is not shiny in the least, but category six is wild card. So I will tell you. Oh, uh, here's your point, David. What does the acronym <laughs> SCTV stand for? Oh. Second City Television. Wow. <laughs> Roll again. Oh, beauty. Eh? Oh, I love getting an SCTV question. Eh? Two. All right. This one is coming from another TV edition, but it's the Friends, the TV series edition. And uh, since you guys are all new to this edition, I need to explain my biggest complaint ever in oh, all right of Ooh. Random Pursuit. Yeah. I know you I know you live for this. That, okay, uh -oh. now that. I'm is... sorry. Wow. All right. So, and I mean, I love this edition and I love the people who <laughs> gave it to me. Let me let's make that clear to start with. Uh, but okay, so Friends as I copied the categories down off of Wikipedia, popped them into my little, you know, the sheet, the editions that you can look at, uh, you know, number one is green, seasons one and two. Two is yellow, seasons three and four. Then you have four and five for some reason, and then six and seven, then eight and nine, and then ten. When I looked at the card, guess what's at the top, you guys? Purple. What? Season 10. Season 10. It starts uh. at the bottom for some reason. Oh. Why? Seasons yeah. 1 and 2 are at the bottom of the card. So I have made, uh. like, live on the previous episode, I made the executive decision that... That we're just starting to count from the bottom on these cards because otherwise it just I doesn't see. make any sense. Fair enough. I, yeah, in their defense, works. I bet they did it this way because they figured people would know the later seasons better. Although I don't think that's really accurate the way the shows no. are usually watched. It, um, it, Erica, can you just pivot the card? Do you think that would work? I mean, if I read it, uh, if can, I put it upside down, can I can still read. Down? Yeah, yeah can I can't. I can read upside down. down. Yeah, so that's not does a problem. That, does that magnifying glass you have does it have an invert? <laughs> <laughs> it does not. All right. Anyway, David, you said you rolled a two. That's right. I rolled a two. Okay, so that is going to be the yellow category, <laughs> second from the bottom, uh, which is seasons three and four. So, please tell me how did Frank Jr. and Alice meet? And oh, here I will wow. turn my card from left to right, just like all the genre editions. <laughs> Pivot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think back now. So Frank and Alice, I can, I can mm -hmm. see them. Well, ask one of them. Uh, yeah, I wish I could. That's cheating. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's cheating if you ask oh. one of the ones in your head. I, I don't even know mm, who these people true. are. I'm going to do great. 
<laughs> well, you may never get one of these. It's random. Oh, thank gosh. <laughs> Or you might get a lot of them. It's random. Oh, no. It's random. It's a curse. (laughs) So, yeah. How did Frank Jr. and Alice meet? I'm going to need an answer. Jeez. Um, She was his teacher. I am going to give that to you. Part is very specific. It says she was his home economics teacher, but that is too specific to require. Wow. So, um, I just want to say that mm-hmm. I would have gotten that ghost point. Guess what? You, you need st- to put it out. How there. about yeah. you still get the ghost point because he wasn't that specific? Who is but, but David gets Junior? a real point. Who is because it was Giovanni Rabisi. Oh, no, Phoebe's and, and or yeah, brother. Phoebe's brother. Phoebe's mm-hmm. brother and okay. his and his wife was Deborah Jo Rupp. Yep. Oh my God! Oh no! Okay, vaguely remember that is that's so. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All anyway, right. you get to roll again, David. Three. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Classic Edition. This is the 2016 Classic Edition that tries so hard to oh mimic boy. genus. <laughs> har, har, har. <laughs> <sighs> so it's not going to be like a Sky King question or, or Weed well, You Bank. Or... Probably not. But uh, but yeah, also, this card does not have any letters on it to tell me what this category is. It's just a little yellow pie. So I need to look and tell myself that it's history. So please tell me which rocker a devout Democrat, insisted that John McCain stop playing his song Pink Houses at his political rallies <laughs> in 2008. John Cougar Mellencamp. I'm going to give it to you, even though that's technically wrong. Oh, it is not. Yes, it's... John Mellencamp, because John in Mellencamp. 2008, he got to go by his own name and not the silly one they gave him. Oh, right. Who who lives like 100 miles from here. Oh, wow. Yeah. All he, right, well, he's that's... Having some, he's having some burgoo, even as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> And that brings us to our, the end of our first sweep. Congratulations, David. And that Yay. brings us to Glenn. Yay. What? All right. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I promise. I got to die and everything. Uh, I got a one. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's Edition. Okay, sure. Uh-huh. Not, Category not one. Potter, I'm okay. Is characters. So okay. can you tell me who side, quote, Sometimes I just don't understand human behavior. C-3PO. It was C-3PO. You get to roll again. Oh, my God. I got Yay! something right. This is incredible. Congratulations, Glenn. <laughs> okay. I got a six. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Junior Edition. It's technically the fourth edition. Six is games. That is your category. Ooh. How many periods make up a regular hockey game? You better get this right, Glenn. Oh, I'm just kidding. Shoot. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. You're not required to get it right. I'll still be no, your friend I, if you get it I wrong. I used to watch. I used to actually go watch hockey in person with my dad when I was a kid. So I have actually attended hockey games of the sports that I've attended. How, how many periods uh, were uh, were in those games? I'm Assuming they were quote unquote board. regular. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a totally straightforward answer. It's like. Uh, Shoot, I mean, there's I no decimals. Sure We're looking well, for I an integer. Many, <laughs> I know there's whole I know basketball. I know baseball. I know football. I'm trying to think hockey. Mm-hmm. hockey. How many colons? I'm going to say, yeah, I thought it was how many periods were in an ellipsis. And I thought You're not allowed to call Stephen, our usual scorekeeper, who is literally <laughs> at a hockey game right now. I am picturing a scoreboard with four periods. So I'm going to say four periods. I am no, is sorry. It three? <laughs> is it three? It is yeah. three indeed. Yes. Three, Stephen, dang it. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. I'm glad. Yeah, you know but what? you're Canadian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but true. Annette hates hockey. 
<laughs> I don't hate it. I'm just like ambivalent towards yeah. it. I have, I have dragged Annette to several to hockey, hockey games. games. Yep. So I've been to hockey games before mm-hmm. you as well. Yep. I mean, I mean, being Canadian, that's drilled into you. You just yep. know it whether you like hockey or not, right? I can mm-hmm. tell you so much about baseball. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> not at the moment. Later. All right. Instead, let's have Annette tell us about the scores at the end of that first round. Well, leading the pack and at risk of retirement <laughs> is David J. Allure. Uh, following up, we have a tie between Glenn Fleischman and Brian Hamilton oh. at one point each. And Kathy Campbell is a beautiful human being who we are so glad is here. I just wanted to make sure that Brian, you know, felt really Mm. successful in this first round. And now I'm going to come back and I'm just going (laughs) to win it all. Kill them. Yeah, it's 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 fun that uh, that Annette's stop. Of, uh, of co-hosting is like the polar opposite of Stevens. So this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> All right. Back to the top. Brian, roll that peacock die. That's me. Uh, two. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Millennium Edition, which came out in 1998. Just whatever. Uh, <laughs> so two is arts and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Who's Convair 880... Jet boasted the call signal Hound Dog One, and I don't know if I'm saying Convair or 880 <laughs> correctly, but this is a person whose call signal on their jet was Hound Dog One. Hound Dog One was it Elvis Presley? <laughs> it was indeed. Roll again. Ain't nothing but a hound dog. I was thinking Nick Cage, and I thought he probably doesn't actually have a jet. <laughs> Not in 1998. He didn't. That's a no, three. Yeah, right. All right, a three. This is coming from Junior Trivia, but, yes. but it's coming from Junior Trivia 2. So that's, Whoa. remember, aimed at 10 to 13-year-olds from oh, 1983. Oh, a little too hard for me. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we're going to see. We're going to see because question three says, the undigestible plant material in food is called... Like that's that's what it says. There's a question mark after called. The undigestible plant material in food is called... Undigestible plants material in food? Mm-hmm. The undi- it sounds like a song. The undigestible <laughs> plant material. <laughs> it's Disney. I can at least tell you that my ears are not symmetrical. Does that count for a, a point? <laughs> Somebody wow. listened to the previous episode. <laughs> I'm going to call, I'm going to say the plant material in food so it's not yeah. vegetables it's not it's vegetable. plant material in food that's undigestible yep i'm gonna say the rind nope it is Ugh. it is actually fiber and oh, this just, card just oh, fiber. i don't know where this game came from but fiber is spelled f-i-b-r-e the <gasps> canadian way so i yeah, wonder if this junior yeah. trivia came from candy uh, bray mm-hmm. yep Anyway, uh, Brian, I mean, if you continue to average one point a turn, you're going to be way, (laughs) way ahead of most people at this game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, Kathy Campbell, roll your die. All right, come on, Harry Potter. I got a four. (laughs) All right, this is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Classic Edition. 
in which category four, for some reason it says brown on my sheet. I probably got that from Wikipedia. This is clearly purple. Um, anyway, it's, it's, it's art. The and, magnifying glass reveals all. <laughs> it's art and literature. So, uh, oh, well, speaking of Andy Warhol, here's, here's, here's another art question. <laughs> the first. Is it, is it Andy Warhol? The first appearance of Andy Warhol's commercial art was a 1949 illustration in which magazine, quote, for the Whoa. girl with a job. So we're looking for the name of a magazine that is Whoa. for the girl with a job. This is very interesting. I'll read the whole question again for you if you want me to. Yes, mm-hmm. please. All right. Thank the, you. The first appearance of Andy Warhol's commercial art was a 1949 illustration in which magazine for the girl with a job. Jobs for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it was pink. Um, and I'm gonna guess cosmopolitan that's a very good guess it is not correct i'm sorry uh, it's not fine. harper's bazaar is it no it was glamour and uh glamour. one of the nice things about the uh, classic edition is what some of the newer games give a little extra information on the back of the card Ooh. so this Ooh. one says uh oh, that yeah nice. it was glamour and his illustration accompanied the article quote what is success david that brings us to you uh-oh okay this is this is going to be one of those terrible terrible genre ones, isn't it? Three. Uh, it's not a terrible terrible genre one. It's just a terrible terrible edition. Uh, oh, sweet. <laughs> okay. It's the nineteen eighties, and it's another one that's only shiny uh, on one side and has yeah. very difficult questions. But maybe it won't be that difficult <laughs> for you because the category is in <laughs> yeah. the news. Uh, I was alive, and like me, like me, you were alive in the eighties. So, do you remember? What anti-segregation measure did the U.S. Senate vote to eliminate in 1982? Wow. Gosh, I have no idea. Wait, no. I must have. I'm going to kick myself. I know it. God. Um, I mean, 1982. I was slightly distracted in 1982. <laughs> I have no idea. I give up. Was it Andy Warhol? <laughs> it was not Andy Warhol. It was a tiger. It was it was school busing. I thought really. Yeah, yeah. I thought it might be busing <clears throat> because the Supreme Court, I think, overturned. There was like a later decision because busing wasn't oh. eliminated. Oh, in that's 82. right. Yep. But they, it yeah, it was very. Con- Seattle was a big place that happens. The only reason I had any glimmer, I thought it might be. Uh, uh, not uh, busting, but something. Well, anyway, I don't know. That's a, that is a hard question. Yeah. Well, Glenn, it is your turn now. Go <gasps> okay. ahead. Okay, I thought roll. I was going to have time for a cup of coffee or something. This last <laughs> time, uh, I got. A I tried. Four. I really tried. I got a four spelled F O U R E. All right. Uh, you got a four. Uh, it's coming from the Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's okay, Edition again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that's my curse to say. Hey, you whatever. got the last one. You got the last one right. So. This uh, category is geography. I will hasten to point out that's Star geography. Wars geography, not real geography. It ends in Uin. That's all um, I know. It's yeah. actually real <laughs> geography. It just doesn't exist in real life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real Star Wars. It's actual geography from a long time ago, far, far away. Uh, where did Imperial scout ships discover the remains of a rebel base? Oh, my gosh. I think, isn't that the new Star Wars series? 
or is it? No, wait a minute. Is it? No, Moon. Uh, well, these I will I will remind you that this is the classic trilogy collector's edition. Yes, so all of these questions yes. are about the original trilogy or things mentioned well, in only, them briefly sometimes. Re- remaking things from the old. Oh, dang it. It's, Where um, did Imperial scout ships discover the remains of a rebel base? I know they relocated after Princess Leia had, uh, it was bad information, right? And then they blew up the planet already. Anyway, um, let's see. I'm just going to say, I, I'm going to say a moon of Endor, because I know that's wrong, but I can't think of the right answer. <sighs> Glenn, you should have gone with your original joke thing before I even read anything. Oh, what was it? Is what it, did you say? You said it, oh, ends, it, it, it ends in Atuin. It's Dantooine. Dantooine. Oh, <laughs> that was my joke answer. I should have uh-huh. said Dantooine. In honor <laughs> of Dan, I should have said Dantooine. Oh, no. Oh. All right. Well, uh, you, know, no. you know, four out of five dentists recommend Dantooine. <laughs> Dantooine. <laughs> there right. hasn't been a whole lot of change, uh, but Annette, please give us a quick update. Well, we still have David J. Lore in the lead with three points, followed by Brian Hamilton, who is stomping out his previous record with two points. Then we have Glenn Fleischman, uh, who is um, showing off his Jeopardy skills and getting a whole point. Yeah. And we still think Kathy Campbell is an amazing person who is (laughs) so fun to have on this game show. Does that mean mathematically I'm going to win four Jeopardy games? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. That's just math. Exactly. But for now, you get to roll again. Ooh. That is a three. All right. This is coming from the Genus Edition, the actual Uh classic Genus Genus Edition. Yep. I was going to say up to now, the questions haven't been making me angry, so that's going to (laughs) change. All right. Well, (laughs) the category is history. What delivery service operated between Missouri and California starting in 1860? I'm going with... The Pony Express. <gasps> you are correct. Once again, you have started off. Oh, right. <laughs> apparently, oh Grandma Moses was born on the Pony Express, based on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and lived until 1961. That's My next roll right. is a five. All right. Well, this is coming from the Friends edition. So, uh, category five, second from the never top. Seen friends. <sighs> Seasons eight and nine. Chandler. Oh, that'll make it easier. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it means it's more recent. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler books a romantic trip to Vermont that Monica cannot attend because her restaurant is fully booked for a month. Who does he take instead? Can you say the two characters' names again? Monica and Hoomst? So it's Chandler is the one that books the Chandler. romantic trip, okay. uh, but Monica cannot attend because her restaurant is fully booked for a month. So who does Chandler take instead? I'm trying to think of another Friends character. (laughs) Monica. I'm going to say, is there a character named Rachel? There is a character named Rachel. That is not who he took, I'm afraid. Is it it Janice? (gasps) Is it it Joey? (laughs) It's Ross. Yeah. Ross. Ross. That's hardly And it's a terrible idea. (laughs) I would have guessed Joey. The one where they go to Vermont. But again, I've exhausted the extent ding. of my friend's knowledge. <laughs> Brian, you you have once again, you know, steady, slow, steady might win the race. You never know. Slow and steady might win the race. But we also have the possibility that Kathy Campbell is actually going to get cutthroat on this turn. So go ahead and and roll <sighs> it up, Kathy. Happen. Here we go. I rolled a four. All right, this one is coming from Junior Trivia Two. So again, <gasps> think like a ten to thirteen year old. 
from my... All right. While you think about what is, quote, pumpkin in CB jargon. The word pumpkin is capitalized oh. and in quotes. What is pumpkin <laughs> in CB jargon? All right, everyone grab your ham radio. What? It's time for CB yeah. jargon. Even, even in 1983, what child is going to know I... CB jargon? Well, you know, it's trivia. I, I need to I need to thank the rest of my panelists for making the CB radio joke so I knew what the heck this CB was Kathy, I bet you can Liz this because usually CB radio jargon is indicative of another thing. So yeah. you can actually, you can yeah, but that wouldn't it. technically be, you. that wouldn't be Lizzing though because Lizzing is when you actually know a thing and you just have to talk oh, until you get it right. out of your yeah. head. She's figuring it out. Recovery. Maybe figuring it out by talking it out will become Kathying. That's right. Yes. Induct, induct for As such, I would love to be able to talk. I'm just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love the shade. Love it. Okay, so my immediate thought has to do with like a Cinderella vibe of a pumpkin. Um, so I'm thinking it's going to be like... Someone's ride is here. So like your pumpkin has ha, your pumpkin has arrived. So someone's picking you up. I mean, you're not all the way on the wrong track because it is transportation related, but it's a flat tire. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you were in the neighborhood. Just, you know, knocking the, on the wrong door. Your your like vehicle turned from a carriage into a into pumpkin. A pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, I see. You were really in the right neighborhood. Damn. Really close. I'm impressed. There you go. Can I get a quarter of a point? Pumpkin point. (laughs) It's not going to make a difference. (laughs) I mean, Annette is scoring this game. If she wants to go into fractions, that's that's like that's her business, not mine. You know what? Uh, Since I'm the unsteven, I just gave you point two five. Uh oh! Uh oh! I hear Jason screaming. I hear Jason screaming. screaming I'm going to get in so much trouble. All right. Well, well, David, it is your turn. Even though Kathy kind of didn't get zero points, I'm you still going to say I don't deserve. I don't deserve another round. <laughs> I really will take though. my quarter of a point <laughs> and bequeath the next question to. That was really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So go Six. ahead and roll. Six. All right. This is coming from the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy collector's edition, in which category six is making movies. So can you tell us what name was given to the nine foot tall Kevlar suits worn by stilt performers for scale effects? Bob? I, what? <laughs> no. What? I just. Wait. Wow. You know, Stephen Colbert would know this because uh, he knows Everything about the probably true. Steven Japansky oh. would know it as well. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> he's watched um, he's watched oh. all of the making of documentaries oh, more than once. So was I. Me too, and I can't he remember the name. Mm. I don't remember. I I couldn't have even told you they were nine footer Kevlar. So well, um, apparently Grandma Moses. Uh, good guess. Uh, apparently, they're called big rigs. Big rigs. Oh, back to CB Radio. Big yeah, rigs. Right. Yeah. Pumpkin. <laughs> all right. Well, wow. Glenn. Glenn, take us home. (laughs) Uh, Number four, please, on the die dial. All right. Well, this is coming from the Walt Disney 
Walt Disney Family Edition. Uh, it is coming from the Grown Ups box. And once again, I will point out that the Walt Disney Family Edition is an edition of Trivial Pursuit that families can play together. It's not all Disney questions, though some of them are. And this one is. So, welcome to the world of fantasy. What Disney movie was panned on the grounds that listeners should create their own ideas of music's meaning? Fantasia. It was Fantasia. You get to roll again. I was going to nice say. Work. I was going to say Black Hole, but I thought that might be. <laughs> <laughs> Careful! Gotta, Don't traumatize gotta, James. Oh no! I got a six. All right. This is coming from the 1990s edition. Actually, it's the 90s time capsule edition, which came in a very cool metal tin. Oh. Very okay. dirty for some reason. <laughs> category six <laughs> is uh, the blue category. It's hanging. That's with an apostrophe, not with a G. <laughs> hanging. I know they're really cool. And My these cards pink tell, are extended. And these cards tell you exactly what year the questions oh, come from. Okay. So this is 1996. So okay. can you tell me what former Celtics center passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA record for games played? Oh, that is almost the kind of thing I would know. <laughs> Very close <laughs> to it. Uh, Celtics. Cream. Uh, I know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's uh, name before he changed it. I can tell you that, but that doesn't help here. Uh, <laughs> this listing of all the other trivia I know. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, uh, Larry Bird. Probably wrong. It is not. It is somebody named Robert Parrish. Oh, I've never heard that name in my life. Nope. So who, there we go. Who played with Larry Bird. Oh, all right. Well, well, so, yeah. so okay. well it's a classic you're, team. You're close, but not quarter of a point close, I'm afraid. Yeah. So, <laughs> not a, No, no, I'm, I'm not on the court. I'm in like an entirely different court somewhere. So else. instead, we are going to let Annette tell us where we stand on the scores, which is much more interesting than last time. <laughs> it is. Brian's strategy of slow and steady has brought him up into a tie with david so will we see a new champ or new lead next round only time will tell they are followed by uh glenn with two points and kathy with 0.25 points <laughs> i'm not at zero i'm not at zero but yeah brian keep me in the game i love random pursuit no i do I'm like a dog chasing a car. I don't know what I'd do if I would get up. He fighter. Uh, I got a one. <laughs> All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus 5. Category 1 is People and Places. What mountainous country pipes gas to the former Soviet Union, but only pipes sewage away from 5% of its urban population? And I will point out for you that uh, Genus 5 came out in the year 2000. Don't know if that's helpful. Uh, and I can reread the question if you'd like. I would it's fun. love if you did, Erica. What mountainous country pipes gas to the former Soviet Union, but only pipes sewage away from 5% of its urban population? This is the plot of the worst James Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to pump sewage. Um, it's silent running. <laughs> okay, so is a country that existed in 2000 mm -hmm. to the point where it was called the former Soviet Union. It's somewhere in Eastern Europe. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Hopefully that's worth a quarter of a point, maybe a third of a point. Oh, oh, wow. Open the door. Mm. The vampires so, come in when you open that door. 
mm-hmm. is the pumping sewage away from 0.5% of its urban population or whatever, like an indication of like uh, of poverty, which is not like a thing you would want to print on a card and put into a box for kids. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, this be... one's not for kids. This is this is just a regular genus edition. This, so this is the grim adults edition. <laughs> Which is most of them, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to guess Crimea. It is not. It is Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's disturbing. All right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that that sort of breaks your, your flow, but maybe that means next round you'll get two points or three. Anything it's possible. very possible. I could mm-hmm. sweep. I got my broom right here. Yep. Yeah. All right. Kathy brings us to you. All right. I'm ready. I got a two. All Go, right. Kathy! Woo! This is coming from the totally 80s edition. Groovy! Wait. <laughs> Which just makes me happy to say that out loud. Um, the totally 80s edition came out in 2005, but that doesn't matter because they're all questions about the 80s. Uh, what? You said that was a five? Uh, two. Sorry, a two. That's that's a five backwards. I'm totally close. Yeah, um, <laughs> absolutely. You get half a point for that. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> the, the category is TV. So... What short-lived sequel is opened with Lorne Green declaring, quote, we have at last found Earth, end quote. I mean, at least it's not about a painter. No, it's true. Um, and I have no idea. So I'm going to say uh, Star Trek Back to Earth. <laughs> which is totally a thing that totally came out in I mean, totally the 80s you are in the right neighborhood on so many of these questions david tell us what it is it is the only short-lived sequel series that has 1980 yeah, yeah. in the title mm-hmm. galactica 1980 which is a bunch of people trekking through the stars trying to find <laughs> earth so and, i mean <laughs> and as awful as the original battlestar galactica is Wow, Galactica oh, yeah, 1980 is, is amazingly bad. I, I remember watching it, it when it was aired, but I could not have yeah. told you the title of it for love or money. Well, uh, now it's time for David Taylor to see if we can get any points in this round. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. No pressure. Even you, David. Uh-huh. You seem a decent fellow. I hate to yeah, kill you. It's, it's going to be another one of these Supreme Court decision questions. It might. In 77. Oh, come back here. Four. <laughs> Four. All right. Well, it's coming from the Baby Boomers edition, in which category four is publishing. What comic strip was four-year-old Dennis Ketchum the inspiration for? Dennis the Menace Very by good. Hank Ketchum. Uh, uh, <laughs> you get to roll that. again. Oh, I have a fun fact. Can I share my fun fact? Sure. Yeah, do it. So a comic strip also called Dennis the Menace was launched within three days of the U.S. Dennis the Menace mm-hmm. in the U.K. It is still running also in the very popular Beano comic strip. The two Dennis mm-hmm. the Menaces are very different, and there is n- no evidence that anybody knew the other was launching it. Yep. It's wow. the completely thing. separate, and yep. yet they're about a terror named Dennis the Menace. Yeah. That's a young boy. Dennis's. The U.K. Beano one is really, what used to be, I mean, was like darker, a menace right? like psychopathic yes yeah well that sounds about right yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well david you get to roll again a one all right this is coming from the trivial pursuit classic edition category one is geography now the classic is from that is 2016 okay when it came out okay classic Classic. next 
Mexico City was built on the ruins of Tenochtitlan, the capital city of which lost civilization. Ah, uh, ha, ha, ha. Ooh, um, ghost points. Let's see. Nice. Would that be the Aztecs? It was. It was the Aztec Empire. Sometimes I just want to read a different random answer off the back of the card as I'm looking at it. And just like this time I would have been like, Transylvania. <laughs> the no. Kool-Aid man. Mm-hmm. It's not a loss. That's such a... Andy Warhol. <laughs> Ethnobiologically, ethno- whatever. It wasn't lost. But you have Buried a chance for another sweep. So you get to roll again. Five. Five. All right. This is coming from the Doctor Who edition. I am... Pr- Pretty sure this is the Doctor Who edition that does not include Jodie Whittaker's first season. Uh, I should really take notes on what the cards look like and the differences. Um, But I can tell you for sure, Category 5 is monsters. So, the Carrionites used a crooked house on All Hallows Street as their base of operations. But what part, now a borough, of London was it in? Wow. The Carrionites um, used a crooked house on Alhallow Street, and that's like capitalized the C, the H, the A, and the S. Crooked house on Alhallow Street as their base of operations. But what part, now a borough, of London was it in? Name a London oh borough. God. Name a London borough. <laughs> um, Attenborough. David Attenborough. There. <laughs> that was that was the Shakespeare nice. episode, wasn't it? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, of course you're not going to tell. <laughs> Oh, oh, bother. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't say Dantooine. You should say the thing that you think it might be if you don't have an yeah. answer. Dantooine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid it's not Dantine. Dantooine. In fact, it is. If it, if Antony was here, I would probably say Southwark. Uh, oh, Southwark. Southwark. Yep. I had no idea. All right. Well, you know, not a sweep, but still a very respectable turn. But that brings us to Glenn. All right. Oops, I did not roll correctly. <laughs> I don't know there what that means. Three, it's landed in an awkward position. That I uh, cocked, cocked die, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Oh. All right, a three. Uh, this is coming from the Family Edition, which came out oh. in 1992. This is from the Grown Ups box, the yellow card. Uh, again, what was, the, what was the number you said? Uh, three. Three, all right. Category is history. What future city started as a fort Founded by General William J. Worth, head of the U.S. Army in Texas. No, come on. Really? That is, that is, would it uh, be, I think this is the adult card. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm I'm not entirely sure if which color card is for which. (laughs) There could be a, this could be a trick question. I'm going to say Fort Worth. And if it's not right, I'll be. You are, you are right. It is, it is Fort Worth. I I I definitely need Dallas. The answer would be Dallas. These cards don't say like it's just one's turquoise and one's yellow. And I'm pretty sure that I wrote down that yellow is the adults card, but that was, that that (laughs) sounded like it could have been a kid's question. Anyway, you get to roll again. Mary Worth founded the city of, I got a four. (laughs) All right. Well, this one is coming from the Walt Disney family edition and I guarantee it's from the kids box. This one I know. I'm so family oriented. Glenn, welcome to the world of fantasy. Where did Disney workers find the dog that modeled for Tramp? Uh, oh, the dog that modeled for Tramp at a city pound? At a pound. You are yeah. correct. Roll again. 
<laughs> they stole him from somebody's <laughs> house. They <laughs> only revealed the truth. Ib works. Ib works. Whatever. Um, Ub Iwerks. Ub Iwerks revealed the truth on his deathbed. Uh, I got a four, so that means I got two that in a row. That means you get to choose <gasps> the edition your question comes oh, from. I yes. Look at all the editions here. I don't. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'd be greedy and choose family edition again because that would be mean. I mean, you could choose the junior trivia if you wanted to. Do although, it. Don't. Although sometimes that backfires. <laughs> yeah. What is my favorite? I think I'm actually going to choose genus edition. All right, like the original original genus or one of the the numbered ones. I want to do. Wait, can I pick? Can I pick all any number? I want to do genus five. Yeah. Genus five, you got it. Yeah, all right. Two daily double, Erica. Genus <laughs> five, just for category fun. four, is science and nature. Okay. What common name for the infectious disease pertussis more clearly describes its symptoms? Whooping cough. You are correct, and I had whooping cough, and it sucked. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of, <laughs> yep. heard that it's terrible. Yeah, well, congratulations on getting a sweep and at the same oh. time giving me terrible flashbacks. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's the Glenn way. Minus yeah, that's pretty much the <laughs> Minus a total of where we stand. <laughs> We now have another tie, but this time the tie is between Glenn and David. <gasps> At David, I'm five saving you. Points. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> this is and like it, a... you know, it should occur to me to get questions wrong intentionally to say. No, you're too honest. There is no the pension with this retirement, David. <laughs> <laughs> okay, director. Uh, following behind them with three points, but still in striking distance, we have Brian. That's me. And with one quarter of a point. But... <laughs> You can do it. I believe you. And you you can still come from behind and take them all out. Kathy Campbell. All right, Brian, you get to start us off this round. That's, uh, that's a five. Most every round. Category five. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say, Brian, it's another friend's card. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, so seasons eight and nine is, is your mm-hmm. category. Mm-hmm. In lieu of a present, what gift does Rachel's mother give at her baby shower? Is give in quotes? It is. Good mm. ear. Good mm. ear. Yeah. So in lieu of a present, what gift does Rachel's mother give at her baby shower? I'm staring into the ether, trying to collect information from the universe about this television show I have never seen a single episode of. <laughs> and I'm going to go with advice. I'm afraid that's not it. I mean, it's kind of in the neighborhood-ish, but... uh, Is it Brad Pitt? No. It is that she will stay with Rachel and Ross for eight weeks to help with the baby. Which sounds terrible. Uh, See, that can't be Liz. That can't be inferred. You just just have to have seen the episode or not. Yep. Yep. Indeed. All right. Kathy, I'm sorry that that question couldn't go your way. It's fine because I didn't know it. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Then I'm less sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I'm okay. I would have gotten, I would have, I might have lizzed it, um, but it's entirely possible I did not. So instead I rolled a four. All right. This is coming from the Genus 3 edition. Category four is science and nature. What's a loon's favorite food? Canadians. <laughs> this, is, this is like a Canadian content question. What's like a loon's super Canadian. favorite I food? I obviously know this. Okay. I know that a loon is a bird. 
And they have some fun coins with mm-hmm. their faces. And I'm guessing this is not just a like bugs answer because that I don't think would be enough to be an answer in Trivial Pursuit. Um, but I can't think of anything else, so I'm going to guess bugs. I mean, the the generality of the word bugs is is kind of what you're looking for. But unfortunately, the, the actual thing is fish. As generic as bugs, but not yes, the same. But, but no, I, mm-hmm. I deserve zero portions of a point. <laughs> David, go ahead and roll. Three. All right. This is once again coming from the classic edition. I think I may have like stacked the deck when I first got this. And boy, we're just getting a lot of these. Again, the 2016 uh, classic edition. Category is history. Which mineral from the Western United States helped fund the Civil War? Uh, gold? <laughs> it is gold. You can roll again. Uh, five. Five. All right. This is coming from the Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's Edition. Category 5 is Droids, Creatures, and Aliens. Who reassembled C-3PO during the Millennium Falcon's escape from Cloud City? Chewbacca? Nope. Nope. (gasps) What? R2-D2. Chewbacca carried him around. but but R2 put him together. Mm -hmm. All right, Glenn, that brings us to you. I rolled a five. All right. It's coming from the Friends edition again. I definitely oh, snacked the deck with the Friends cards because it's new and exciting. I have seen, I've seen Friends. I've seen many Friends. But okay. Well, have you seen seasons eight and nine? Because that is the category so. we're... Possibly wow. not at all. What is with eight and nine? I get, people fives. just like to roll fives. Yeah. Nuts. All right. Chandler decides to switch careers and try advertising since he's good at writing slogans. What slogan does he write for bagels and donuts? <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. I have no idea, but going him, I'm going to try to Chandler this. You got which this. Is, it's going to be something like they both have holes. That's not my answer yet, but you know what's going to be like? Holy something. No, that's too dad jokey. It's going to be like, I love the hole. We love, I'm going to say, I love the hole. That's it. Uh, that is not it. Does anybody else know this ghost, one? Ghost point. Ghost sure. point. Go for it. Round. Round food for every mood. That is correct. No. That's like the only season eight and nine thing I'm probably Wow. Wow. Go I love for the whole raves Glenn Fleischman. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast, Brian. Annette, where do we stand? There was only a slight bit of movement this round <laughs> from David with no. one point. So he has pulled out in front again. <gasps> Oh. With six points, Ooh. followed by Glenn with five points, Brian with three points, and Kathy with a quarter of a point. And I think I'm going to declare this next round the last regular round mm-hmm. before the final unlimited round. Exciting. All right. Well, Brian, please start off our last regular round. You know, it's been fun, everyone. I've enjoyed rolling dice by Peacock with you. I've enjoyed making a fool of myself on a podcast with you. But now I've rolled a four. All right. Well, this one is coming from the Silver Screen Edition, which came Mm -hmm. out in 1983. Important to know. Uh, Category four is on screen. 
Mm-hmm. So, what was the name of the book written by Hubble Gardiner in The Way We Were? Wow. That's your question. Yeah, this edition is tough. Some Terrible. of the first some of the early ones were were real real rough. What was the name of the book written by Hubble Gardiner in The Way We Were? Oh gosh. Yeah, I don't know this one, so I'm going to guess Andy the way we were. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a very Eponymous. good guess. I totally uh, would have guessed that. It's uh no, it was something called a country made of ice cream, which sounds well, delightful. Delightful <laughs> <a> name. <laughs> also a delicious idea. All right. Kathy, yes. last regular round time. Here we go. I rolled a four. All right. Well, once again, it's coming from Junior Trivia 2. I'm hoping, for your sake, that it's not another one of the weird questions, but no problems. No promises, I mean. If you take an IQ test, what is it attempting to measure? Your intelligence? Yes, she is officially on the board with an actual real whole integer point. I have a point. I have a point. Oh, and I get a roll again. And you get to roll again. I've rolled a three. All right. This one is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Junior Edition. This came out in 1996. Not sure if that will be relevant. Category three is science. All right. Is the air pressure greater at the peak of a mountain or at the base? Okay. So (laughs) I have to remind myself not to overthink it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say that there is more air pressure at the base of the mountain than at the top. You are correct. She is on a roll, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, and everybody. All right. Roll again. She's on a roll. I got a six. All right. Well, oh my I god! Mean, if Kathy wins by 0.25 points, this will be the most amazing. <laughs> it will be amazing. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry, it's not going to happen. No, I heard Eric has noise. Still possible. possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the card that I pulled, I haven't looked at the question yet, but the card is the 1980s edition, Ugh. and it's not the totally 80s edition. It's the awful 1980s edition. Ugh. Sorry, the Reagan edition. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. What, what was your number again? I rolled a. Six. All right. The category is wild card. What was the most photographed Texas building in November 1983? What? Whoa. Um, the most photographed Texas whoa. building in November 1983. I oh, oh. have wow. so many questions <laughs> about the makers of this game. Um. I'm going to say the Alamo. I mean, that is a good guess. And that's what I would have guessed. It's it's but the that's not Texas, it. Uh, the Texas uh, textbook repository, whatever it's called. The uh, Yes. The Texas book depository. Book repository. Because oh, it was 20th in anniversary. November, that's yeah. That's I was like, November has to mean something. It's so weird, though. Yeah, that, like, that edition some building in Austin. Like, <laughs> but also <laughs> you have to remember this was. In the 80s, so it wasn't that they uploaded it to Flickr, and this is how many buildings were tagged. Like, somebody looked at all of those. Like, how did, Uh how was this determined? Where was the data coming from? Yes, I want Mm. to know the official counts, please, (laughs) because I think that my answer is correct for the entire month of November. 
Mm. Um, so I would like to formally put my something to someone in charge. <laughs> Lodge so a complaint. We'll yeah. pass that on to uh, Canada since okay. it's a Canadian Blame game. Blame yep. Canada. Okay. <laughs> it's All right. a safe bet. Well, David, it is your turn. All right. Come on. Season eight and nine. <laughs> Two. All right. Well, I swear I'm not stacking the deck to try to keep you in the game. But the, once again, it's the Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's Edition. Um, category two, weapons and vehicles. Weapons and vehicles. So weapons what type vehicles. of vehicle did Han Solo describe as a piece of junk? Piece of junk is in quotation marks. What type of vehicle did Han Solo describe as a piece of junk? And this is one of those cards that has like a picture on one side and the question on the other side. The picture is a lovely close-up of Harrison Ford's face. I'm afraid oh. that's not going to help you, but it's helping me, especially with this magnifying <laughs> glass I now have. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess a Corellian freighter known as the Millennium Falcon. Never. No. no. It was. How dare you? It was Speeders? No, it was an Imperial shuttle. Oh. <laughs> All right, Glenn. Do, do I get a point for Corellian? No. No. Rich Not Corinthian even a freighter. I got a two. <laughs> All right. This is coming from the 2000s edition. And the 2000s edition is kind of fun because the you don't have one card with six different types of question. You have six different colors of card. Each one is its own category. So, oh, why? Okay, yes. Yeah, so the yellow cards, <laughs> the yellow cards head. are all events. So oh, the general category is events, okay. but each card has its own subcategory. So mm -hmm. the subcategory for events on this yellow card is bye-bye. <laughs> That's your subcategory. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Which is appropriate for, you know, the, the final person yeah. in our last regular round. I um, lost track. Wait, what, which game is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, right. the 2000s edition, which came out in 2016. Edition. But these okay. uh, these questions will be from the 2000s. Okay. All right. So I'm, think, I'm on, on the page. Yep. Think events and think bye-bye when you answer okay. this question. Bye-bye. Which French fashion legend who popularized the pantsuit for women in the 1970s retired from the industry in 2002? Uh, Yves Saint Laurent? Yes, indeed. You get nice. to roll again. I was like, I was like can oh I name anybody but God. Coco Chanel? I was like, yes, <laughs> one person, one person. Well, Christian, uh, Christian Dior, but uh, I didn't think time. Okay, I got a one. All right. This is coming from the Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's okay. Edition. Category one is characters. Mm. Who was accused of having, quote, delusions of grandeur, end quote, in The Empire Strikes Back? Who was accused of having delusions of grandeur in The Empire Strikes Back? Boy, uh, that's... Very interesting question, you see, because everyone uh, <laughs> is it uh, delusions of grandeur? I mean, Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the second movie, Glenn. <laughs> Just so you know, I thought it was, <laughs> the, no, it was, it was the fifth. It was the fifth. No, it's mm. the well, movie. it's funny. I I think it's oh my gosh, I'm going to get it wrong, and then I can hear four billion voices crying out. <laughs> um, <laughs> four billion Star Wars fans can't be wrong. Yeah. I, Many Bothans are waiting for your answer. I think it's got to be it's got to be Han Solo. 
I'm afraid it's not. No, who is it? It's and this is it's rare that I actually know the answer to one of these questions, which is why I tend to run a game instead of play them. But this one I knew and I'm happy to say it was R2-D2 and it was C-3PO. That, oh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was yeah. picturing Le- Leia saying to Harrison Ford, you've got mm. some kind of delusions of grandeur. I mean, I can and picture Harrison that. Harrison Ford points. But no. All right. Well, yes. And, that, and he oh. just went. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That brings us to the end of our our final regular round after this. All bets are off. No question limits. But Annette, tell me how it stands before we dive into that excitement. Well, we've had some interesting movement in this round because we're starting at the bottom. Kathy got two points, bringing her to 2.25 in total Mm -hmm. then we have brian with three points and david and glenn are once again tied with six so we could see like we don't know who's gonna win this is it could be taken by almost anyone I could stop fighting to live another day. <laughs> All right. Don't throw the game. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm too honest. Glenn is right. The bad. way that we do this is we actually start at the top with the top scoring person. And ah. now since there are two of you, I'm going to start with David because usually my rule is just start with whoever was going first <laughs> in the game. So, David, roll. Okay. Four. All right. This is coming from the Baby Boomer edition. Category four, publishing. What books, chapter 22, was headed Milo the Mayor? Catch 22. Correct. Oh, Ooh. nice. Again. Oh, nice. That's an Milo Minderbinder. Minderbinder. Minderbinder? I not, never knew. Not the name that I posted that was in uh, from Richard Osman the other day, right? <laughs> One. All right. This is coming from the Doctor Who edition. This is the 2018 edition that includes uh, Jodie Whittaker's first season. Goes all the way that far. Category one is Time Lords. So what planet that the 11th Doctor visits and crosses his own timeline in order to save Amy is the seventh in the Dura... Is the seventh in the Dundra system in the Garn Belt. <laughs> so glad it was so nice and specific there. <laughs> that what, really helps. Yep. What planet totally. that the eleventh Doctor visits and crosses his own timeline in order to save Amy is the seventh in the Dundra system in the Garn Belt. The seventh in the Dundra system. That is a whole the mouthful Garn of. Belt. It's not technically techno babble. It's just made up words. <laughs> it's made up words. Yeah. I mean, like, all words I are can... made up. Let's let's be real. Uh which planet was it? That's what we're looking for. What I mean, planet? Which number? Which number? Uh, it's the seventh in the Dundra system in the Garn Belt. Oh, okay. So crossing his own timeline. So that's going to be time of the angels. Ah. Oh, nice. Nice reasoning. Yeah. Because remember, he's wearing the jacket and then he isn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, something Matraxis. I remember Matraxis. And this is like one of the few from that season I've watched multiple times because I like Moffat's plotting. Is it Alfalfa Matraxis? Something like that? It is. I am super oh impressed. It is. Wow. It is. Oh, I, 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 I
That is 100%, 100% losing. Oh my God. Down to probably That's taking really like good. the appropriate two minutes of time to right? do it and yeah, it being a Doctor good. Who question. Yes, Alfava Matraxis. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, wow. you get to roll again. Even if I get shot from a cannon out of this game, I'm happy. <laughs> I will take that. <laughs> two. All right. This is coming from the Genus Edition, the good old regular the, Genus the Edition. classic. Yeah, from 1981. All right. Category two is entertainment. The oh, question. All right. I have a shot. What movie had Professor Fate, played by Jack Lemmon, racing a Hannibal Twin 8? The Great Race, directed by Blake Edwards. Correct. 1965. Very nice. Rule oh, again. You is have officially gotten a, a sweep. That was three. Oh, that's a three. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's nice knowing you, David. Four, four again. All right. Four. Maybe maybe Steve will let me play his game again. Well, if, he, if, if David rolled a four again, does that mean he gets to? No, because it wasn't this last question. This was last one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's got to be in a row. So this one, sorry to say it's coming from the Doctor Who edition. This oh, is the boy. 2013 Doctor Who edition, uh-huh. uh, which is the one that you've had less luck with in this game. So we're, we're yes, going to see. because it's terrible. We're going to see what happens. Uh, it's almost <laughs> all the same questions. Uh, category four, years and dates in Blink. What year do the Doctor and Martha get stuck in? Uh, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've seen this multiple times. Can you list this um, one? Everybody start your clock. Think. I know, the first okay. three, I know the first three digits, but um, I can't get beyond that. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I wish I were kidding. Um, geez. year are they stuck in Mm -hmm. that is exactly the question that i'm asking you to answer i i think it's in the late 60s the early 70s or the late 60s well that that narrows it down because it's nice (laughs) he did it again ladies and gentlemen 1969 is correct (laughs) wow all right well you get to roll again all right rolling my own doom Two. All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit Genus 4. Category 2 is Arts and Entertainment. Okay. Genus 4 is... Genus 4 came out in 1996. Yep. What variety host ended a show with, quote, next week, the Beatles and the Pieta? That would be Ed Sullivan. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Roll again. Easy. Here's a really big shoe. On a he the, roll here, He David. had Michelangelo week, come the, on to show his Pieta. What's the, the I don't Beals know what that's about. and the Pieta. What is that about? Uh, mm. That'd be a five. All right. Actually, the Beatles sang the Pieta. It's great. <laughs> that's very this one is coming from Trivial Pursuit 20th Anniversary Edition, in which category five is double checking. Is it brown or purple? <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's actually green, and it's innovations. Innovations. Mm -hmm. Innovations. What company didn't develop its Opal and Onyx digital printing technologies fast enough to stave off bankruptcy in 2001? And I will tell you that the words Opal and Onyx are each italicized. And I I feel like 80% of the general incomparable panelists will know this. I I am not a tech writer. It's not me. Um, I got two guesses. I hope one of them is right. 
same. I kind of want to say IBM. Well, you get to say whatever you want, David. <laughs> yeah, I'll say IBM. All right, that is not it. So I would like I to hear the guesses from uh, from the 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 rest of our folks. It was Polaroid, Kodak, or yeah. uh, what's the other one? Xerox. I was going to guess Kodak or Polaroid. And Glenn and one of Kathy's guesses correct <laughs> with Polaroid. <laughs> uh, yes, yep. but I mean that that brings David to a very respectable eleven points, which is oh, you know almost oh, an unheard of score in Random goodness. Pursuit. So that yeah. is your goal. Brony. That I'm, is your goal. I'm just happy with the lizzing. Yep. Yeah, oh that was fun. God. That was that was some good stuff. I love that the drama. I love that the drama. It, but now it is a. Uh, uh, Actually, I think normally I would have Glenn oh. go at this point simply because you were both tied at the top. But yes. David went so far that I'm just going to scoop around to scoop. Kathy. Yep. And uh, and have Kathy now. Well, you build suspense. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. You've got a shot. You've got a shot. You can do this, Kathy. I got a three. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Genus 5 edition. <laughs> Genus 5 came out in the year 2000. Erica, why do you hate me? I, I, it's it's random. I swear it's random. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Uh, category three is history. What famous colorblind Alabamian sent a $100 check to the NAACP in 1916? What? Wow. What famous colorblind Alabamian sent a $100 check to the NAACP in 1916? What? I I will tell you, Kathy, I hate this question. So terrible. I am so sorry that this is your last question. Unless you unless you lose it. Oh, get it right. (laughs) But uh, wow! Uh, Good luck, Kathy. No, like I don't. I I don't know. I uh, mm-hmm. Andy Warhol. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might have made sense if they took out the word color and just said blind. Uh, yeah, it's Helen Keller. What? The oh, hell? Right? that makes <laughs> no, no sense. I mean, I guess she is colorblind. <laughs> I mean, she's just she's blind. 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 That, that is a terrible, so bad. That, that's I, just wrong. Kathy she was robbed. Could I it? told you, I hated that question. That and is a terrible I am, question. Listen, I'd like to appeal to the judges and say that <laughs> potentially. I mean, you get another question because that's that's no, that's that is the way the cookie crumbles in Random Pursuit. You get what you get, and sometimes they are really terrible questions. Oh, I'll throw a fit to whatever company (laughs) does Trivial Pursuit. Is it Hasbro? It's Canada. I don't actually know. Dear Canada, you suck. Dear Helen Keller, why are Helen you... Helen Keller was fully blind, not just colorblind. <laughs> I guess technically uh-huh. she was colorblind also. It just seems Yeah, that's unfair. the thing about Trivial Pursuit questions are the, the extra information that they give you is very rarely helpful and often oh will lead you astray. Yes. Well, especially because I didn't remember that Helen Keller was from Alabama. No, no, I, I, no I did knew. not know. I literally no didn't know. That. I thought she was more north. Like more Midwest, Midwest, not Alabama, yeah. you know, up in Pittsburgh. <laughs> All right, Kathy, we're done yeah. with you now. Yeah. I heard that Pittsburgh <laughs> joke. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know, Ouch. at least I'm funny. <laughs> not even at least. You just, you, you are, are funny. are very funny. Mm-hmm. 
So now we move to Brian, who currently Hi. has three. The goal go, is Brian, go. The goal is eleven. Uh, anything's possible, and I believe you. I got a three. All right. First question is coming from Junior Trivia One. Oh, so thank God. Think like the nine to five year old from 1983. And can you can you name the four seasons? <laughs> you freaking baby! Wow. This is very random I'm pursuit. Have real trouble with you. <laughs> Winter, spring, summer, or fall. All you gotta do is call. No, that's my um. That's <laughs> all four seasons. Indeed, it is. I mean, the card says autumn, but I am giving this to you because that's ridiculous. <laughs> so kind of you. You get to roll again. That's a two. All right, this is coming from the Star Trek 50 Anniversary Edition. It was nice knowing y'all, everyone. <laughs> the the 50 Anniversary Edition. Two is locations. So, oh my gosh, this question is a two-parter, apparently. What era and location did the Q recreate during their internal battle? And I can tell you, this question is coming from Star Trek Voyager. Um... Nobody told me life was going to be this way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SETI Alpha 5. <laughs> I like to guess. Got. I like was to it guess. the Civil War? It was the oh, Civil War. But the battle and it of was what? in the Q and the Gray. I don't remember which uh, battle. It specifically battle just says, it just says the American Civil War. Oh, because, Civil you know, War. there's lots of Civil Wars. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, Brian, four points is yeah. four times a... No, it's not more four times as many. It's four times as many as one more point than you had in your previous game. (laughs) Incalculably more. That's almost a third of a David. Actual points. All right. So now we come around to the person who was tied with David at the end of the last regular round. Glenn, you're our last best hope to keep David in this game. (laughs) Save me, Glenn. Glenn. You're my only hope. Well, I got a one. Let's see how that those marbles crumble. It's coming from the classic edition, the 2016 classic edition. Okay. Okay. Category one is geography. All right. What is the only U.S. state allowed to fly its flag as high as the national flag? <sighs> Goodness. Goodness. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that, but I do have inductive reasoning, 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 reasoning. <laughs> Can um, you glen it? <laughs> My suspicion is it's not one of the 13 original states. And D.C. is not a state, as we know. Mm, Sadly. Um, But the Republic of Texas would be the likely candidate because perhaps they negotiated this as part of their condition of joining the union. And so my best guess would be Tejas. He glenned it, ladies (gasps) and gentlemen and NBs. Texas and this card gives a little extra information. The only state that was previously a sovereign country. So you got it exactly, exactly right. Mm -hmm. All right. I thought that might be it. Okay. (laughs) I got a two. I'm going to do this sequentially, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that would be exciting. That works. This is coming from the 20th anniversary edition. Category two is sound and screen. (laughs) Uh, If we were in person, usually if somebody wants to look at the card, I let them look at the card when I'm playing in person. You know, sometimes people have better visual uh, intelligence than than hearing something. In this case, I would not show you the card. And that is because the question is, how do you spell limp biscuit? (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, wait. That's some, amazing. I need context oh. for that. Wait, wait. Yeah, this that, is, what's oh. the category again? This is, I love candles. This is sound and screen. <laughs> Um, I would like to get a ghost point. I guess it's a form <laughs> of sound. Um, <laughs> there, I will. I will tell you that there is a. Uh, well, uh, call them a music outfit uh, called Limp Biscuit. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I am vaguely aware of that. Okay, good, good, good. The, uh, I have I have fairly decent spelling of things that are spelled badly, uh, like Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Leonard Skinner or something like that or Motorhead. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna let me start with the first one because if I get that wrong, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it starts L I M P. Uh, I think I can picture it. I think it's uh, I'll do this slowly so I don't. Is it Ratatouille? No, no, wait, that's wrong. It's only movie. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna let you give me your like your your okay. final answer. Okay, good, so good. I won't I won't jump it's, in. Uh. I think it is L-I-M-P-B-I-S-K-I-T. That is my answer. Oh, I'm so close. Sorry. You were very close. So Kathy, close. do you want your ghost point? Uh, that would be L-I-M-P space B-I-Z-K-I-T. Correct. Oh. Yep. It is a, or a Z here in Canada. Zed got me. Yep. All right. well, this is my favorite thing that's ever happened in any game of Trivial Pursuit, <laughs> Random Pursuit, any comparable game show, asking Glenn Fleischman to spell Limp Biscuit. Within <laughs> <laughs> my George Plimpton voice, Limp Biscuit, you say? Well, I must have heard of Limp Biscuit at some point in the past. My I prefer my biscuits to be rather firm. Oh, thank you very much. Biscuits, thank you. I mean, I have um, to say, that was a pretty epic way to, to end the game. Thank you <laughs> for trying, Glenn. Uh, thank you very much. Annette, <laughs> what does that leave us with our final scores? Well, we will start with Kathy Campbell at her respectable 2.25 points, <laughs> followed by Brian Hamilton with four points, Glenn Ooh. Fleischman, who got up to seven, Ooh. and David J. Lore, who decided to go out with a bang, <laughs> and 11 <laughs> points. Right. Old acquaintance. I want to thank all of our players. Thank you, Brian, Kathy, David, and Glenn. And special thanks to my fill-in scorekeeper and IRL friend with a pet. This is important in Edmonton, Annette Weirstra. <laughs> thank you always, <laughs> as always, to our listeners. Please join us again on the next incomparable game show. Later, eh? <laughs> <laughs>